0: We don't wanna sell the emotion. I wanna sell the tangibility. When you start elevating the price of your program, again, the buying decision criteria fundamentally changes. People are paying for certainty. People are paying for conviction. People are paying for a promise. They want to know that what they're investing in has a high level of predictability to deliver on the thing that you are promising when they enroll. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's episode is going to be all about knowing when it's the right time to refine or revamp your existing program promise. When it comes to thinking about your program promise, thinking about your business model, one of the questions that we always have to ask ourselves is, based off the client data, based off of what's happening in my sales conversations. Am I charging too much? Do I need to offer a discount? Do I need to create a new offer to address the concerns that I'm getting on these sales conversations? Like, do I need to create something new or do I need to refine or relaunch something that already exists? And there are five things that you can take into consideration, knowing when it is time for you just to revisit, refine and relaunch the thing that currently exists. And there's five different things that can be a signal for you to know when you need to do what, okay? So if you are new here, hello and welcome. Hey, how you doing? My name is Jerisha Hawk. I am a business coach and I teach industry experts how to refine, relaunch, and deliver three dollars to $10,000 curriculum-based group coaching programs. And we teach them how to attract leads for their program using organic marketing, sophisticated messaging, and a permission-based sales approach. I think a lot of the time as business owners, we can think so short term and we can think like, oh my gosh, if I don't have six figures in the, in the first year of business, I'm a failure. Or we can think that, oh my gosh, if I got a bunch of sales objections during did my first launch, something clearly is wrong. I need to lower the price, offer a down sell, create more of an entry level accessible offer so I can make money. And the thing that has been true or the thing that I have noticed over the six years that I have been in business is that where I've been able to gain the most traction is not by creating new offers every time something doesn't go the way that I expected. But in actuality, the thing that has allowed me to gain traction, to position myself as an authority in our industry, the thing that has allowed me to to deliver consistent client results, which matters most, is by refining and relaunching an existing offer that I have. And that just might mean there's attributes of that offer that I need to reintroduce or tweak, but I don't need to scrap it completely and throw everything out the window and start from scratch. Too many of us are starting from scratch prematurely. Too many of us are not getting to the level of success that we want because we are quitting too soon. And we are giving up on an offer before we've actually put in the work to really enhance it, to refine it, and to revitalize it. So the thing I want to talk about today is continuous improvement, but we need to be making strategic decisions as CEOs of our business from a lens of continuous improvement versus it being perfect before I ever put it out, or it being perfect before I choose to relaunch it, or if it's not perfect, then it's not good enough, so I should never do it again. It is about continuous improvement. So there's five things that we're going to talk about today help you recognize if you're in a position that you need to revisit or refine the existing offer that you have. So I want to pause here for this short commercial break. If you guys do not follow me on Instagram, if you're listening to this on Facebook or if you're listening to this on my podcast, I highly encourage you to go follow me over on IG because if you are on Instagram, many of you guys love being able, you guys always say like, Jay, where's the offering plate? You always be dropping so many gems. How can I support? Where can I donate? Uh, Where can I financially contribute to all the work that you do? And Instagram now has an option for you to buy badges, which I think is super dope. Uh, They're just a couple of bucks, but at any point, if you want to purchase a badge just to show your appreciation for my time, my effort, uh, the content, if it's resonating with you, I invite you to do so, and I thank you deeply. And always at the very end of my live streams, I always will do an extended Q&A. And the Q&A, I will prioritize people who have purchased badges. So just thank you guys for showing your love, for, you know, shout out to Instagram for supporting creators and for creating this virtual offering plate by way of purchasing a badge. And just thank you guys from the bottom of my heart if you choose to give in that way. Now we're going to get back to the scheduled episode. <laughs> so five indicators that it's time to revisit or refine your program promise. First and foremost is when you raise the price of your program or if you want to raise the price of your program. Somebody write that down. If you've recently raised the price of your program or want to raise the price of your program, that's probably a strong indicator that it's time for you to actually think about and consider, do I need to elevate the sophistication or evolve my program promise to be in alignment with the price point that I want to be selling at? This happens all the time. Again, most of our clients we teach them how to how to elevate their price point and sell at a $3,000 or more level. So we've had tons of clients who are selling a digital course at $600 who now sell that exact same program for $6,000. We've had people who were selling their program for $1,500 who now sell the same program for $8,000. We have people who sold their program for $2,000 before and now sell it for $5,000. Like anytime that you are creating a substantial increase and really when the price point of your program is shifting to a different level of market sophistication, it's probably time for you to think about elevating your program promise to be congruent and be in alignment. So the reason why this is a really, like I'm, I'm starting out with this as number one, is that when you raise the price of your program or want to raise the price of your program, it's probably time for you to think about, do I need to elevate how I'm articulating my value by way of my program promise? And I want to break this down really quickly here for you as well. So when it comes to doing this, I I think the biggest thing is that as business owners, sometimes we can only get so focused on what we know we're delivering and the price point we want to be charging without taking into consideration where is, like, what is the psychology that's going on in the mind of the prospect? And your price has to align with how your buyers are making buying decisions, the questions, the criteria, the thoughts, the beliefs that they have that is influencing their perception of your offer. It is, perf- it is the things that are influencing their perception around the perceived risk that they're investing in. So if you start to elevate your price point from a low-ticket category... Which is a different level of buying decision criteria to a high ticket category in your industry. You the the psychology of the buyer has fundamentally changed, even though you're still selling to the exact same person. Because if you individual are about to buy a you know a, a 2007 Ford Fusion, you are going to have a different buyer decision criteria. You're going to have a different level of existing perception. You are going to. Take into consideration different factors than if I try to sell you a 2021 lime green Lamborghini truck. Fundamentally, you're going to approach, even though you're the exact same person trying to purchase a vehicle, you're going to have completely different buyer decision criteria that you're going to use to make that buying decision. And, you know, as we elevate our price point, you're now dealing with a higher level of sophistication from the buyer. So you want to make sure that as you raise the price of your program, or if you desire to raise the price of your program to a different marketing threshold, you need to think about revamping and refining your program promise so that you're in alignment and congruent and properly articulating your value for the level of sophistication that your buyer is now functioning under. Does everybody understand that? Boom. Okay? Pow. I'm like, we're going to hit the... (laughs) Like... Let me hit this one more time. Like, let's take that into consideration, okay? So, if that's a like, I we can leave right now. If you if all you had was a few minutes that you've been on with me right now, you can take the very first bullet point, one out of five, and be able to leave and know what to do. Too many business owners are only worried about what they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it, without taking proper consideration of what is the psychology of where my buyer is at. What is the consumer thinking and what is influencing their perception and their, and their criteria of what they are considering when they are making a buying decision? Your program promise is the translator. It is the thing that allows you to articulate the value of what it is that you do in a way that they will comprehend, understand, and it's the first line of defense that it's influencing their perception. Okay, so that's when you want to raise the price of your program, or when you have recently raised the price of your program, that's the first indicator that it might be time to revisit or refine your program promise. You don't need to create a new offer, it's just you need to maybe elevate the sophistication of how you're messaging and positioning the offer that you currently have. Okay, that's number one. Let's go into dose. The second time period that it might be an opportunity for you to revamp or refine your program promise is when you see a pattern of consistency with client results, a pattern of consistency around client results. Somebody type that in. It's one thing about being able as business owners, again, when you are the expert, when you are so close to knowing what to do, how to do it, how to teach your clients, how to coach your clients, we can get really good at selling the process of what we walk a client through, but sometimes we struggle at being able to articulate the promise of what our process delivers. Okay, I'm gonna say that one more time because this is really important. When you are an expert and you are so close, you know, what to, you know what to do, if a client comes to you, you know exactly what steps they need to take, you know what they need to do when, you know how to help them get the results. We can be really good at delivering on the process. We, we can get really good at selling the process, but a lot of the time we struggle with being able to articulate and sell the promise that our process delivers. And that's really all people care about. At the end of the day, when you're dealing with prospects, at the moment they're making a buying decision, they care less about the process and they care more about the promise. They care more about the measurable, tangible results that will happen as a byproduct of following your documented process, okay? So when you start to see a pattern of consistency in your client results, that is an opportunity for you to start to elevate your level of awareness around what you need to be communicating is now as part of a promise. So let me give you an example of this. When you start to see a consistency in in client results, that lets us know that there's some way for you to measure the effectiveness of your process. So like, for example, in our coaching program, leverage, I can confidently say that 70 to 80% of my clients earn a full return on investment for the entire year based off the revenue that they generate in their very first launch. How can I confidently say that? When people say, "Oh, I can't offer a guarantee," I can offer a guarantee because there's there's consistency in client results. Seventy to eighty percent, which is the majority of my clients, are able to earn a full return on investment for the entire year based off the revenue that they generate within the first ninety days. So that's I, I. But the reason why I can now say that is because I was me- measuring and paying attention over a six month period, a twelve month period to see what is the what are the expected client results and what's the pattern that I noticed that most of my clients get. And when I started to recognize that pattern, I could leverage that in my marketing to speak with more conviction, to convey more certainty, to reduce perceived risk, and that was an opportunity for me to elevate my program promise. Cuz now I can use that to my benefit in my marketing and in my sales material, okay? So when you start to see a pattern of consistency meaning that 70% of your clients are getting one particular result over and over and over again that you can tangibly measure. That is an indication that you need to elevate your program promise. Because now you can speak with more certainty, more conviction, more tangibility, more clarity in your front-face marketing content that your prospects will be thankful for. Okay. So again, it's not about like selling, you know, more confidence, more empowerment. My clients had more clarity. Those are emotional states, those are feelings. Anytime that you're selling like empowerment, they were able to achieve their purpose, uh, they had more clarity, more confidence. Those emotions are a byproduct of something tangible being achieved. We don't wanna sell the emotion. I wanna sell the tangibility. When you start elevating the price of your program, again, the buying decision criteria fundamentally changes. People are paying for certainty people are paying for conviction, people are paying for a promise. They want to know that what they're investing in has a high level of predictability to deliver on the thing that you are promising when they enroll. So when you start to see that pattern in client result, if you have 17 clients say, oh my gosh, I had increased clarity or I had increased confidence, I want you to ask yourself, what was the tangible activity or the tangible result that happened, that preceded them having that emotional experience or having that emotional reaction. And that will allow you to create more concreteness in your program promise that you can now include in your marketing and in your messaging to elevate the sophistication of what you're offering. But that's that's another time to know where it's probably this is probably an opportunity for me to go revisit my program promise when I start to see a high level of consistency and measurable client results that are happening back to back. Okay? So that's the second thing. Am I moving at a good pace? You doing all right? Hope y'all are doing good. Okay, let's go to number three, Trey. okay? Trace, (laughs) clearly I did not take Spanish in, in, in school. So the third time or the third indicator to know when it's time to revisit or refine your program promise is if your sales conversion rate is less than 50%. If your sales conversations are converting at less than 50%, That is a huge indicator that it's time to refine or revamp your program promise, okay? So if you're getting on sales calls with prospects and you are not able to convert more than 50% of the people that you have a sales conversation with, I'm calling flag on the play. And the reason why I say that is because your program promise is the thing that sets the tone for your marketing, it sets the tone for your messaging, it sets the tone for what your prospects are expecting to get by way of working with you. So let's say you have 10 sales calls, right? And eight of those 10 people on the call were thinking that you were selling them one thing, but in actuality you're selling them something totally different. There's a misalignment, they they completely misunderstood what you were trying to give them and and maybe for how much they just, they were completely off basis. We don't blame the prospect, we blame ourselves because our marketing, our messaging, how we position our offer is what attracted them to us in the first place. Something that we put out, how we're showing up, how we are poorly articulating our value, which happens, that's what's attracting them to want to work with us. We are responsible for that which is a good thing, because that means if you were attracting a bunch of people who are unqualified and not ideal, you can change your messaging. You can change how you're positioning your offer. You can refine and, and, and elevate the sophistication of your program promise to then attract the right kind of quality, qualified, the right caliber of candidates that you want to be working with. So if you start to notice that your sales call conversion rate Or your sales conversation, if you're closing through direct message, if you're converting clients through direct message, like less than 5%, if you are just noticing like my conversion rates are trash, like you know, one out of 10 people I close, two out of 10 people I close, like our clients, we get them to be closing sales conversations 60, 70, 80%. And that's because it's not like the goal when you start to elevate the price of your program, you're no longer playing a volume game. It doesn't matter if a 1,000 people saw your offer. You don't need to spend thousands of dollars to get your content in front of more eyeballs because we're not playing a volume game. I'd rather get on the phone with 10 people, selling them a $5,000 offer, knowing that I'm going to convert seven out of the 10. That's a $35,000 launch. Or I'd rather know that I'm you know, selling my program at an elevated price point, knowing that if I am charging higher, I don't need volume, I need value. So I'd rather get on the phone or start to have sales conversations with people who are actually qualified for what it is that I'm selling versus only playing the numbers game, okay? So if you have a small or a low a low sales conversation close rate, it's probably because how you're currently positioning your offer is attracting unqualified people or your program promise is the thing that sets the tone for your marketing and messaging. So if your program promise is like surface level, watered down, and weak, I guarantee that your marketing content is probably watered down, surface level, and weak as well. So you're not even attracting the type of people that you want at the level of sophistication that your program actually demands. So that's a third indicator to know that it's time for you to revamp your program promise if your current sales call conversion rate is less than 50%. Fourth indicator... All right? Numero one, two, three, four. Fourth indicator that it's time to refine or revamp your program promise. If you have been launching and publishing content, but attracting a majority of unqualified or non-ideal leads, okay? This really wraps into point number three. If you start to notice that you're attracting a lot of unqualified or non-ideal prospects for your program, again, it's because of how you are positioning your offer, You think that you are positioning yourself one way, but that is not how you are publicly being perceived. If you're continuously attracting unqualified or non-ideal clients for your program, something with how you are positioning and and something with your marketing, something with your messaging is causing people to not perceive you at the level of excellence or the level of sophistication that you actually want to be drawing in and attracting. So that's the fourth And we talked a lot about this already inside of point number three, but that's a fourth indicator to know that it's time to refine, revamp, or rethink your program promise. And the last one here, number five, is if you desire to hire program coaches or to hire support without diluting or diminishing your client experience. This is a really, really, really important one, okay? If you desire to hire a program coach to support your clients or to hire somebody to support from a client support role, you know, maybe a community manager, a program coach, um, customer service rep. If you want to hire somebody to actually support your clients without diluting or diminishing the client experience, you probably need to elevate your program promise. And the reason why I say this is that When you start to have other people inside of your programs being in a front-facing role where they are coaching your clients on coaching calls, and they are supporting your clients inside of the Facebook group, or if they are behind the scenes offering support to your clients, you have to be able to train those individuals around some level of consistency and congruency for them to be able to adapt and evolve in to be able to support you inside of your business. If there is too much customization, if there is no standard pro- process for how you qualify leads, if there is no congruency on what the expected client results can be, if there's a bunch of customization or ad hocness or like we're changing everything every 3 every 2 to 3 months, your team is not going to be able to support you at the highest level possible, okay? So if you want to have a program coach coming into a program without a program promise, it makes it so difficult for that program coach to actually support your clients because there's too much customization from client to client. Maybe client A needs this strategy when client B needs a total different strategy when client C needs something completely different. And how how can you expect your clients to offer a, a level of consistent client support when there's too much customization, there's too many things changing, there's too many variables to actually help the client? So you actually, when you don't have a clear program promise, when it does come time for you to hire and introduce support or introduce program coaches or introduce client support onto your team, it, it makes it really, really difficult for you to create true leverage and to position your business to be able to scale. Because everything is dependent on you, how much access your clients have to you, how much access they have to your brain. There's too much customization. And when there's too much, customization does not scale. Write that down. Customization does not scale. So if there's too much customization, there's too many changing variables, it makes it damn near impossible for somebody to actually come into a support role to offer a level of support that you would be proud of to your clients and for your clients in a front-facing role. So maybe you've had a ton of success doing a bunch of customization, maneuvering offers, changing deliverables from client to client. But when it comes time for you to maybe, maybe you're booked out, you're busy and you're about to get burnt out. And you want to start adding in program coaches. You want to hire a community manager. You want to hire somebody to help you with customer support. That now might be the time for you to streamline your delivery to, you know, make sure there's congruency in what you're promising in your marketing and your messaging content. Even if you want to hire somebody to help you with marketing a social media manager, a marketing coordinator, a copywriter, if there is no program promise, it makes it very, very difficult for them to be able to support you with knowing what type of content you even need to create. If there's no promise, there's nothing to anchor your messaging into. When it comes time for you to hire team support, Either in the client success department or in the marketing department, having a program promise will allow you to anchor a level of congruency, consistency. What are the, what's the messaging that we need to be repeating? What are the client touch points that we need to be offering so that we're not diluting or diminishing the client experience? Your program promise becomes that true north. For your internal team to be able to help move the ship in the right direction. So, those are the five things that you can take into consideration to know when it's time to either revamp, revisit, or refine your program promise to elevate the sophistication of it, to actually uh, refine so that you can better articulate it. Uh, those are the five indicators, okay? So, I really hope today's episode was supportive for you. I appreciate y'all, and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye, y'all.